0: Well, the 2018 governor's race is shaping up with Democrats still entering or considering getting into the race. And Republican incumbent Scott Walker kicked off his official reelection bid earlier this month. So, for a look at where things stand today, Marty Michelson checked in with J.R. Ross of Wispolitics.com for this week's Capital Notes segment.
1: In the early going, it seemed to be, among Democrats at least, that there's a perception that Andy Gronick, Milwaukee businessman, uh, Dana Walks, a state representative from Eau Claire, and Tony Evers, the state superintendent, were kind of like in this top tier. Because they kind of got out earlier than other people. They had a campaign apparatus in place. It seemed like they'd have resources, and so they kind of became the early kind of top tier. Since then, though, we've seen a series of other candidates announce, and there's this kind of jockeying going on for positions. So Malin Mitchell, for example, he is the head of the statewide firefighters union. He's perceived as somebody who could have a very strong candidacy, in part because... He has ties to organized labor, which even though they're not what like they used to be in Wisconsin following Act 10, they still have you know membership lists. They can turn people out for primaries. They do have national organizations that can funnel money through them to help spend here in Wisconsin. So there's a, an avenue for him there to be potentially have some good structure. Matt Flynn has gotten in, a former state party chair. He's got ties to Milwaukee money. Um, state Senator Kathleen Vinehout as somebody who has... worked the grassroots in recent years, but it's still kind of to be determined who will be in that top tier. And what we're really looking for are the campaign finance reports due in January. Those will be the first real test of these Democrats to see, okay, can you build an organization? Can you raise money? And by doing those things, show strength in this race that you're a credible candidate.
0: On what issues will the Democratic challengers try to hammer Governor Walker?
1: The early going is obvious that Foxconn is becoming an issue. They are trying to say that this is not a good deal for taxpayers, that it takes too long for the state to break even. They raise questions whether Foxconn will actually deliver on its promises. So that's something that they're talking about. They will definitely talk about Governor Walker's job promise. Um, he said he would create 250,000 new jobs in Wisconsin's first four years. Well, here we are, six years in, and he has not hit that mark yet. So our job growth rate trails behind our neighbors, generally speaking, under Governor Walker. And they'll have all these other kind of like issues that cater to certain audiences. That I'm sure will pop up anything from you name it from infrastructure to abortion to school choice to uh, public education I mean just on the line there will be lots of other sp- fights going on as well
0: at the same time Governor Walker will be highlighting his strengths so what will be his message to voters
1: his message has been so far as there's more to be done he's been ticking off those positive economic indicators things like the unemployment rate being low um, the participation rate Foxconn which hit to him as a winner um, that there are, I believe, 100,000 roughly available jobs in Wisconsin right now, according to the state website that kind of tracks them. And the issue to according to Governor Walker is not creating jobs, it's filling them. So he's been putting more efforts into workforce development and things like that. So he's going to tout property taxes on the median valued home in Wisconsin. In 2018, will be lower, or projected to be lower than they were in 2010 before he took office. Talk about that. He'll talk about things like cutting taxes um, during his term, and the centerpiece of this budget has been the $640 million investment in K-12 education. One of Governor Walker's big vulnerabilities has been funding schools, and he put almost every available dollar he could in the K-12 education, this budget, to try and shore up that flank and take that argument away.
0: That's SwissPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. He spoke with WUWM's Marty Michelson, as he does every Monday, for our Capital Notes segment.